0: Welcome everybody to the Seattle Sports Union podcast. My name is Abraham Deweese. I'm back yet again with Brian, the Soul Man Solek, and that damn dirty duck Matt Page. A little bit later on the show, we will have the Soul Cal Seahawk himself, Rob English, talking Seahawks football. But right now, let's get to some baseball. All right, guys. Uh, before we get to the Mariners, just a quick, just a quick note here. Um, the Mar- the Mariners. Had a great season, and I I think we just have to, you know, like give 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 all the props to them as far as uh, 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 making it as far as they did. Because I don't think they had any like reason they should have beat the Blue Jays guys. Like I don't think we were as good as them, but it was neat. What are your opinions on that? Beating the Blue Jays, you mean, or the great season in general? Uh, both <laughs> first I mean, one, uh, then the other, like I, I, uh, I, I, I kind of figured, you know, after the 14 game win streak, like, okay, we're in the playoffs, obviously. Um, but you know, I was, I was Mr. Grumpy pants going into the blue Jays. I'm like, no, we were beating those guys, you know,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree with you, but, um, I guess, I mean, manners started out pretty bad. So, I mean, it turned into a pretty crazy season and, and obviously we made the playoffs I mean even though after we had a shitty end of the September to close out the season but I mean they they did a lot of good things this year and maybe we shouldn't have won that Toronto series like we discussed I mean I think Matt was the only one who called called us winning that series and you and I said differently but I I, it, it was in the script for I guess for us to come back that night and win and move on to play Houston and we all know what happened next but it was a good year compared. I mean, we're moving. We're stepping in the right direction. Seattle is yeah, coming the baseball town.
0: Yeah, Matt, you called it. Uh, but, you know, I do have to throw out there that uh, there was a stat that in uh, at end of May, early June, uh, no team had ever lost as many games as we had and still made the playoffs.
2: <laughs> well anything anything can happen in baseball i mean or sports in general that's the beauty of it uh otherwise
0: you'd just it, be computer simulations right yeah it's true that's why they play the games
2: <laughs> I, I like to say it. that's why they play the games what made
0: uh, you what made you think they were going to be toronto whereas uh, the rest of us were not
2: i liked i liked how i mean brian mentioned our slump towards the end of the season and while that's factually accurate i think you have to take into account that it was due to some injuries we were banged up we we're missing julio cal was getting banged up you know i mean more than a few people were missing time left and right uh we lost um um well, i think we pretty much shoved winker out the door but uh you know there, there were a few other guys that we just we just lost to to injury and it hurt but we we, we slowly got healthy and our pitching is just incredible and lights out and i knew that we had great defense, and going into the playoffs, that's what matters: pitching and defense. Um, I had confident confident in I was confident in that, and I just didn't see the, uh, didn't see the. Um, well, there's our, our intro music again, for some reason. But, no, maybe that's just being dumb. Matt, anyway, Matt's, hear,
0: Matt's hearing voices because I'm he's – I'm hearing voices in he, my head. After 21 years of not being in the playoffs, he starts uh, hearing, hearing <laughs> I things. Apologize. I apologize. Yeah.
2: Anyway, um, so, yeah, so, I mean, you know, I, 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 didn't, I didn't respect their pitching as much as other people did, I guess. I don't know. It, it was a gut feeling. We were moving in with momentum. We were the hot team. We were the team. We were the underdogs. Um, and I just – I saw it happening. But then again, I thought it would take three games um i did not see two game sweep happening um but uh, i think i think at the end of the the end of the day this was an incredibly successful year um yeah and we we, we brought the the city got back into it we have the team on positive we're on the roll we're obviously a young team we're going to be better next year
0: and as great as that was we got to think about to the disaster that happened right after that and that was a three game sweep by the by the astros um Still, electric atmosphere last Saturday at the game, but I gotta say that uh, you know, as I as I think about it uh, beforehand, and I think about it after after the series, they're better at almost every position than we are.
2: Yeah, so I have to disagree Houston? with you about calling it a disaster. Um, I, I
0: it was a disaster. We you know, didn't we we didn't win one game.
2: We were in every single one of those games, and we were in it. We left everything on the field. I think they can walk away with their heads held high that they played. They matched the Astros. There's a few little I, things I that broke the Astros' way. And yes, they're ultimately moving on and we're going home. But I, I think I think they can be proud of how they played. I think they uh, can No, play. absolutely
0: not. A- absolutely not. They can't be proud of 18 innings without scoring one run. One darn little run against that team. They oh. cannot be proud of that. Astros
2: are supposed to be awesome, and they went 17. Yeah, and that's record.
0: why I said that they're better at every position, almost every position, than we.
2: Did you stay for every inning? Yeah, Abraham? I did. Yeah, I did. Well, good for you. And, and they
0: stopped serving beer at seven at the seventh oh, inning. Oh, and I had to wait. So I'm justifiably angry because I had to go. <laughs> I had to sober up and watch no runs getting scored.
1: That's terrible.
0: <laughs> but no, it's it, it's 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 not acceptable. It's it's not acceptable. Now that we've gone back to back 91 seasons to still um, have this bad of an offense,
1: I yeah, we I mean, we'll eventually we'll get to talking maybe about the offseason, ben, but it's still uh, you got to say it's a positive sign that we're going in the right direction. I mean, Houston's a better freaking team, yeah, it's unacceptable. Yeah, I, uh, I agree, and it, it like you said, isn't acceptable that we lost, we couldn't, fucking, sorry, we couldn't score a run that. <laughs> That Dave, that you was said, terrible,
0: but yeah, you said funking. I heard you say funking.
1: Thank you. Thank yes. you. I mean, but that was, uh, I still enjoyed watching that game every did day. Did you, was...
0: did you two really enjoy watching 18? I did. No, Innings of no, no scores whatsoever.
1: I, I did. I Se- had a great enjoy day. It.
0: Second, second inning, two men on, no outs, and we can't get one run. Nobody wants to freaking bunt on this team because stupid analytics jerks think that, oh, bunting doesn't do anything for you. Lou Pinella, even though I don't like his hysteronics and craziness. He would have bunted in that situation. Yep. All these people against Carlos Santana, against Jared Kalanick, these jerks can't lay down a bunt when four infielders move to the other side of the field. Like or even this,
2: hit, hit and run, too. Like. Like, okay, yeah, I, well, and I agree with, I agree with you. Sorry, sorry, Brian. I just wanted to say, yeah, I agree with you on the sabermetrics standpoint. When you get to the playoffs, it becomes a small sample size, and, that, and those stats do not matter. What matters is, the, is, the, is, the, is the, the situation and the player you put in that situation. And that's why Robbie Ray, even though favorably in statistics, he matched up, you should not have put him in in game one.
0: I was, that's That was going to be my next question is, uh, who do you blame? Do you blame uh, Robbie Ray on that or do you blame Service on that? I, Service.
1: I, yeah, Service is, uh, agreed. I mean, Rob, Robbie Ray was pitching like pretty much like crap the second half of the season anyways. And <laughs> Sir, Service has a capable bullpen. He could have brought in I don't remember who's available, but he could have brought in somebody oh, else. Well, oh, Seawald was oh, on no. Seawald had already pitched. Seawald pitched Seawold. in the ninth earlier, and I think that was a terrible move too because he's been struggling for the last couple months. He shouldn't be in, in a game-saving situation like he was. So bring in Swanson. Yeah, Swanson. Yeah. Was, yeah. What, what? What? was that? Yeah, they didn't play Swanson at all. Pretty much
2: throughout the entire series. I don't think I saw him. Did, 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 did he, he play, did play the series? I mean, yeah. Game he, three. He did. He played obviously. in game three yeah okay um yeah so well yeah everybody <laughs> pitched. <in game> <laughs> <laughs> there was no one left um yeah no i just i you play with a hot hand you play the guy who's been throwing strikes and yeah robbie ray okay i i, I have to defend him a little bit yes he was not play, he was not pitching like an ace the last half of the season Mm-mm. okay but he was still a solid reliable like number three okay yeah um, but you that's not the guy you put out there in that situation in that situation you need a lights out guy who will challenge him you need someone you know with with some juice you don't you don't put the the, the, the starter who's your third starter out there unless it's your you know in in, in inning 14 that's when you put in Robbie Ray I mean that's I, I, service it's absolutely on service 100% yep
0: yeah I I I, I throw that on him but I mean I uh, I'm going to throw another one that uh, I actually got lit up on, but I don't care. I'm going to stand by this. Uh, when So coming into the game, Kyle Raleigh already had a thumb injury. Re-injured that somewhere around the 7th, 8th inning, somewhere in there. And they stopped the game for like a good 10 minutes, you know, 5, 10 minutes as he's like wiggling his hand trying to shake the, shake the stuff out. And like, I don't know if they went and got him like an ice pack or whatnot, but like all his at-bats after that, Weak attempts, slow bat swing. I know the backup catchers are not good, but I don't understand why service didn't replace them.
1: Yeah, well said. I mean, that, that, another dumb move on his part. I mean, if we're going to really get into it, I think our playoff roster was terrible. I mean, I think they should have had Flexen or even Marco Gonzalez on the team compared to some of these other choices. Why, why, why do we have three catchers on it? 25 man, whatever it was, 26 man roster. Stupid. They all sat on the bench. I mean,
0: well, yeah. Why do we have three catchers and you're not going to use any of them? Like. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What would you guys um, have done? What would you guys have done differently? Uh, it sounds like Flexen might have been, in fact, Flexen actually might have been more perfect than Robbie Ray coming in in the relief, right?
2: Oh, well, 100%. Um, well, I, I, if I recall correctly, the statistics, uh, the reason why Service made the move to Robbie Ray was, uh, um, statistically the ball that what's his name Alvarez or whatever um that he that he hits the worst or that he has the most trouble with was like the sinker or something like that and that's what Robbie Ray is 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 best of butter bread and butter and so that's why he went with that and I've seen the stats and like so supposedly Robbie Ray was the best pitcher in baseball against him in that regard and that's that's what service held up as to defend him um but you know I mean like I said, it's, it's playoff baseball. It's a completely different beast. you got to go away from the stats. and you got to go with who's the hottest guy. Who's the guy on the bench that's, that's got the juice that can bring in and you know, make, be the game changer? Who can add a spark to the offense? Who can come in and shut down their offense? Yeah, you know?
0: who, who has nerves to steal? A def- and, def-
2: and you bunt. You bunt. You, you hit and run. You do all the little things. It becomes small ball. You, you, you squeeze every little ounce of baseball out of it. And I think we need to change. I think service needs to change his mentality when he reaches the playoffs um, next year.
0: Do you guys, uh, I, I didn't get to hear the, I didn't get to hear the prod broadcast, <clears throat> but my friend, uh, Aaron had a uh, earpiece in and he was saying that the Mariners radio crew said Mariners can't hit sliders. And every freaking reliever they put in was like a slider specialist. And I don't know if there's, I don't, I don't know how accurate you're not they're the announcers, you know. I'll acquiesce to them, but I mean, like, what do you, what did you, did you guys notice anything like that, or um, that the breaking I, ball I, was just I, screwing I'll, with I'll, us?
1: I'll leave that more for Matt because he knows all those basement <laughs> stats, but like, he <laughs> refers to, but um, I, I, I didn't notice. That. I mean, I just noticed the fact that we couldn't hit the damn ball, period. So, I mean, the whole, whole freaking series. So, that's my two cents. Sliders
2: are extremely popular in baseball right now because they are the highest spin rate with well well having the speed and the power uh and 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 the misdirection so there are entire like every i mean every mlb bullpen has like four or five guys that are just slider guys i mean that's how matt rash is on the roster that slider is deadly you know um so it it doesn't surprise me that we had trouble with it. Uh, it doesn't surprise me that they used it as a weapon against us a lot. Uh, we, didn't, we, we didn't have, I mean, the average batting average on our team, to use an outdated stat, I know that's still acceptable by Abe's standards. It is. Uh, to use batting average, I mean, what was the average batting average on our team? Like 230-something? 230-something, I mean, it, yeah. was, it was terrible. Uh, so our contact rate is already pretty terrible, and you use one of the best spin rate pitches in the game at us, well, we're going to struggle.
0: And, I mean, and there, here's the reason why I defend batting average is I could visibly see, you know, from my front row in the 300 level, I could visibly see our guys using a launch angle. There you go. There's a term for you. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> Everybody was
0: trying to win the game with one swing. And yeah. it's like, we need people on base. And they yeah, wouldn't
2: get on base. Like, and that's that postseason mentality. They've got to switch gears. Yeah. You've got and, to have small ball. You got to get somebody on second in the scoring position. You and I was watching.
0: I was watching the strikes and the balls and like, uh, oh, I forget the Houston pitcher's name, but like his sliders weren't always in the strike zone.
2: Oh no! Take no, there some, were some calls.
0: Take some pitches, like, and we just kept chasing, you know, and it 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 was frustrating.
2: Yeah, it was. Um,
0: uh, all right, guys, I'm gonna gonna ask you a question because uh, we're older fellers, um, and back in the day the goal for this team was just get to 500 <clears throat> now with back-to-back uh 91 games uh that's kind of the minimum bar or what do you guys think i'm thinking that's the minimum bar going forward
1: yeah i mean i never really thought about that but it is the minimum bar you gotta win more game i, I guess to be more successful you gotta win the 90 plus games like you were just saying and I guess maybe I don't know if it's because of the rising contracts and some of these cheap-ass owners like the Pittsburgh team that won't spend a dime and trade every good player. And I mean, there there seems to be a lot more teams, you know, in Major League Baseball that are winning 60 to 65 games, which I mean gives us gives I guess it gives Mariners and other teams an opportunity to win 90 plus. I I mean, that's a great question, Abe. I didn't should have dug into that more, but. Didn't think about that but i think it's just because there's a lot of sh- crappier teams out there
0: <clears throat> are there more worse teams than there used to be matt
2: that's an interesting question um i i don't think there really are um i think i think teams are more aggressive nowadays with the numbers and the, and the analysis and the, and the focus on the farm um, there, there are a lot more teams willing to tear down halfway through the season at the, at the trade deadline and, and, and just, you know, acquire a ton of prospects and, 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 you know, worry about next year when next year hits. Um, so I think, I think the, 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 the industry has reassessed the value for prospects and, and draft picks in general, and the, they've re they, they've realized the value there. So. Yes, there are more, there are probably more teams that tear down at the, at the midway through the season, but I don't think that in terms of the, of the beginning of the year that there are more you know more teams necessarily trying to tank. That now addre-
0: address year. what Brian had to say though, because we know there are teams that professionally choose oh, not yeah, to. Cincinnati
2: pay. Cincinnati did it this year. Pittsburgh is perennially the, the the team that just you know their 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 payroll is like. It's like five I think like was last year it was like five million more than the Rays spent, but they didn't put any effort into it, and the Rays like made the playoffs you know mm-hmm. so um you know they they don't they're not even trying, and there needs to be some punishment when, eventually for that, but I don't think there are as many of those teams as you think um, I do think you know the I, Rockies think, I think we'll have to argument. I'm
0: gonna have to look into this because I'm curious um my question wasn't originally that, but you bring up a good point, Brian, like, is it any different than when in 1980, let's say three or something like that, when the Mariners would go 50 with 54 wins or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we uh, were there as many bad teams back then as there are now. That's interesting. We'll have to take a look. Uh, there gotta, were
2: less teams then too. There were
0: fewer teams, I, but there were some there were less. Fewer. We're trying to figure out if there were lesser teams. Were were there there more lesser lesser teams? Were there more lesser teams? (laughs) (laughs) Were there more lesser teams or more more greater er, er, teams? Uh, Anyway. (laughs)
2: Less fewer teams? Fewer less teams? I don't know. Less
0: fewer teams? Yeah. Uh, All right. let's uh, Let's go to the question of, oh, Matt, no, I wanted to get your opinion on is 90 the new 500 for the Mariners?
2: You mean is it their new? It, it, okay, is it a new 500? Don't you mean? Do you, you mean is it the new bar that they should hit every year, no yeah. matter what? Yes, going forward the next four to five years, we have quite the little window that is open, and uh, and I think we should spend to make sure that that we you know that we make that every year. Um, there there's some interesting possibilities we can talk about, uh, and on the free agent market in a little bit, but um, you know there I think I think 90 should be the barrier. I think we should expect 90 next year at least, if not more. Um, I think I do believe they will be better next year.
0: All right. So the Mariners have. Uh, well, you you also believe in uh, uh, you believe in your Oregon duckies too. So we know we yeah, know that you believe any... in things that don't exist. So that's fine. Okay. Um, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of things that don't exist or people we didn't know existed until just that's last week, Justin Hollander, the new Mariners GM. Uh, what do we know about this guy? The reason why I'm asking is because I read an article that told me absolutely nothing about him. Okay. Then I read his Wikipedia entry, which told me absolutely nothing about him. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, is there anything we know about this guy as best I get is this guy has been kind of a uh, in, in the system guy since 2016, um, kind of a right-hand guy for uh, DePoto. Do you guys know anything you, else about him?
1: He, like you said, a right-hand guy is a yes man for DePoto. He's been a yes man with Seattle for DePoto and a yes man for the, the angels. And I guess the, the only interesting thing I found besides that he used to be, he studied to be a lawyer was the fact that he's responsible for signing our top pitcher, Luis Castillo, to the new contract. Oh, A okay. few weeks ago, he led that discussion. So he's, they give him the top props for that. So.
0: The, the lawyer was a giant thumbs down for me, but uh, if he's signing Luis Castillo, <laughs> okay, I give a thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so
2: yeah. So you you asked me to go on on quote unquote the dark webs and find yeah, out yeah. All the, the, the kind of dirt can you get on this guy? I can tell you that his color is orange. His favorite color is orange. Uh, that he's a Virgo, and that he likes long walks on the beach uh, and uh, and beer to drink. Yeah. Uh, so that
0: makes me want to swipe. Uh, uh, that makes me want to uh, swipe off his profile.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no. So he. Yeah. So he he was um, he was hired by the Angels. Like back in I want to say 2011, and he got promoted um, to the um, he got promoted to to a like an assistant under um, uh, you know there's some fancy title I'm sure I'm blanking on the title right now but he became an assistant under service and Depoto over there mm-hmm. in the Angels organization, and so he's he's kind of trained under them and uh, and and then when they when they both got pushed out by the owner and they fled to Seattle. Um, I believe a year later, he followed them, and so he's been part of the brain trust there in the front office, been been their right hand guy, um, helping build them. And actually, uh, apparently, not just not just Luis Castillo, he's been involved in trade talks. Uh, if you recall, Depoto during was it the GM meetings a year ago that he had a he had a heart thing or something, and he went he had to go to the, the hospital. Um, so Hollander took over and okay. was, was still chatting up and doing deals, wheeling deals. He apparently has some credits to a few different trades along the way. Um so he's worked he's worked hand in hand with Jerry. Um the reality of it is is that Jerry is he he still reports to Jerry, who's one step up and now the president of the or the chief he's operating president, officer president, of baseball yeah. operations or something like that. So he's I mean, he's gonna be working with Jerry still. So I don't I don't as far as as far as how the team is, is running, the continuity is, is going to stay. It's it's not going to be. There's not going to be radical changes in any in any regard. Um, and looking into all this, um, seeing behind the scenes, it it really really impacted me. What what was more interesting to me was how involved service was um, involved in the in the, the management of the Angels back when he was with there, there. Um, I didn't realize that he had such front agent or front office uh, experience.
0: Scott Service. Yeah really
2: yeah he was uh he was like an uh, assistant to the gm or something like that at, at the angels um when before he came and became the manager under under depoto um, hmm. here in seattle uh so he's he's got a mind and an analog mind as well so they just need to switch it off when it comes to the playoffs playoffs are a different ball game <laughs> small sample size it's you know money ball doesn't work in the playoffs yeah, it we've seen. Does, it it,
0: we've it seen really, that.
2: it really doesn't. Yeah, um, definitely. And I, Billy Bean will tell you that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, guys, uh, I'm going to resurrect, uh, resurrect the good old buy, sell, or go to hell segment that we do. Yes. And again, uh, for those longtime listeners out there, uh, I'm going to name name some names, name some Mariners, and I'm going to ask uh, Brian and uh, Matt there if uh, they want to buy them. In other words, you know, is their stock high? If they want to sell them uh, or if the person is so egregious that Matt and Brian wants to tell them to literally go to H-E-Double Hockey Sticks, um, they're going (laughs) to let us know. Okay. First name on this carousel. Starting left fielder for your Seattle Mariners, Jared Kalanick.
1: Bye. I think he's, I think he deserves one more chance. I think we'll see what happens next spring, but they put a lot into this young kid and um, I don't know what ha- happened this last season, who, who screwed him up or he screwed himself, but I, I'm still interested in the guy. He, he deserves one more chance. So bye.
0: Matt.
2: Isn't he still only like 21 or 22? Um, Not true. He's young. Uh, and, and no, I, I like, I would buy. Um, the reason being that I liked what I saw the last week. That he was in the last week of the regular season, um, he was put into the pressure, you know, the pressure cooker in the playoffs, and and that doesn't always succeed. And it's just, like I said earlier, it's a small sample size, so I'm not really worried about the playoffs. Um, but that last week, it looked like he had figured something out um, with the bat, and and I'm willing to give him another shot come spring training.
0: Uh, he can go to hell. Um, okay. The fact that you two buy him. Well, seeing as how inflation is terrible in this country right now, your shekels, your denara, your dollars don't make a damn bit of difference with this guy. I was sick of six at-bats where he didn't even get close to the ball. I was sick of him getting out-muscled, out-smarted, out-everything. He is not a major league baseball player. He's 4A at best. You guys sit there and you're like, oh, he's so handsome. He's so cute. Oh, shut up. Look at him. (laughs) And I'm just like, you know what? I don't care if he's got a pretty face. I don't care. I don't care. He's He's not good. I don't care about his last week either. You know his last week? That can go to hell too because those games didn't matter. We were already in the playoffs, and that's when he's good is when things don't matter. When things do matter, he does nothing. His 121 batting average can go out. Get out. All right. Anyway, let's move on to Scott Service. (laughs) Moving on. Buy, seller, go to hell on Scott Service. (laughs) This one might not even matter what we think because, anyway, Go
2: ahead. I guess I, I'll <laughs>
1: go. I guess bye. I mean, Scott's not going to take us to the World Series, but this t- team is still young. So, I mean, he's perfect for the organization. So, I give him one more year at least. If he can get us back to the playoffs, I'm okay with that.
2: I'm going to sell. I'm not angry enough at him to go to hell, um, <laughs> but I don't think he can take us to the next level. I don't mind keeping him in the organization and maybe in you know, put an office role. Um, and and continuing that, and maybe working with the young kids because he's he's shown some some aptitude in that regard. But I don't think he can take us to the like like Solex. I, I agree. I don't think he can take us to the World Series. I think this team deserves someone who can take us to that next level.
0: I'm gonna have to sell too. I I don't think it matters what I say because I think he's a, a Depoto. Uh, uh, oh yeah, he's not going anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> he's a Depoto favorite. But uh, the fact that the fact that he wilted under pressure. Against uh, Dusty Baker, who I don't even think is that great of a coach, or or I don't think he's that great of a manager. Um, Baker made him look like a chump, and but it doesn't matter. He's DePoto's chump. So um, anyway, Uh, Mitch Haniger, starting right fielder, who's now actually a free agent.
1: He can go to hell. We can use the money elsewhere. He didn't. Whoa! I'm not uh, sure (laughs) he did did some good things with us, but time to move on. We can use the money elsewhere. Spend the money
2: elsewhere. On who
1: on uh, we'll talk about that another Uh, time (laughs)
2: the outfield market after judge is pretty thin but anyway um i would sell and that i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't go buy him and give him a big big contract uh he's too injury prone for my taste um one of the one of the most important skills is you got to be on the field and you got to play every day um and he's just i mean he's unlucky i i i feel bad it's i want him to succeed i'm rooting for him but I'm, I think it's time to move
0: on. Availability is an important ability, and he don't got it, and I sell exactly. him too. Uh, Robbie Ray.
2: Um, I, will, I will buy. Um, he's not performing a, you know, at the Cy Young level, and I don't think he ever will again, to be honest. Uh, I think it was a fluke year. But he's a solid number three guy, uh, and the rate we're paying him is not objectionable. Uh, at any level um and he's a solid middle of rotation guy he, he he's reliable to, to throw out there every five days and and uh he'll get you six innings and maybe only let up two runs and, right and you know we're good
1: if he's a number three guy then you he he, can, he we can sell him or he can go to hell then because we we, we paid a shit we paid a ten load of money for him and he's not he hasn't shown what twenty plus million a year can produce and uh, if Jerry can pull one of his magical trades, I, I won't be upset if
0: it'll be Hollander now.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. I know, but he's got to go through Jerry. But I get what you're saying. I'll be—I ha- won't care if Robbie Ray gets moved on. I guess I'm trying to
2: say.
0: I, I, I will say sell because I'm about to say the next name and see what you guys think about Marco Gonzalez.
2: Marco ahead on the list, but okay. He is, on the, he is
0: on the list. He's right there. Look no, at, I know. I said you that. jumped
2: ahead. I was ready for the next. one. oh, time, oh anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're throwing <laughs> me a curveball. Marco <laughs> Gonzalez. I'm
0: throwing you Marco, a slider if you're a Mariners fan.
1: Marco, uh, it, uh, Sal, if they can get, it, trade him to somebody with like a top prospect and get a decent player in return. I mean, like, trade him to Detroit or whomever. But Marco's only a number five starter. And I think there's better players out there that we can acquire or spend some money on when we
2: don't re sign or um, so Marco, yeah, he's had he got a he has a club option. No, he doesn't. No, he's 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 your sign for like two more years. Yeah, he's got
0: he's two more years. Yeah.
2: Um, he's he's cheap. He's yeah, really cheap. And,
0: and that's why I say buy him. Actually, what what did you say? Did you say buy? Sorry, I'm
2: now? gonna say buy. I <clears> the, the pay rate is not bad. If he's our number fifth five starter, I'm fine. It's and,
0: cool. And but I do agree with you, Brian. I, I think maybe you sell Robbie Ray because I think I could go into next year with uh, Casio, uh, Kirby Logan, uh, Gonzalez and Flexen, you know, um, right on. And I don't know if you can get somebody for uh, for Ray, uh, but I think Gonzalez is much cheaper. All right, last last one. Then we got to move on to Seahawks here. Jesse Winker,
2: go to hell. I'm sorry. He, I, I I'm done. I know he was. The funny part is, is that he was the part of the trade that we were going for, and and um, Suarez was the guy who was just like, okay, we'll we'll take him because. You know, dumping his contract and it turned out the reverse <laughs> um winker is toxic to the clubhouse toxic to the team uh at this point you know he's a, he's disrupting clubhouse chemistry uh hit the bricks
0: wait where you know. are you getting that from yeah the toxic, I getting part, that from? the toxic part yeah where are you getting the toxic part from
2: uh he's just not he's not it, working well they're they're are you, do, have you, seen were you doing the reports last a, week?
0: Were you doing a seance in your bedroom or what, what's going on? No,
2: haven't you seen the, the reports on that have been leaking? Obviously the last we week?
0: haven't, Matt, and you need to enlighten us because we don't know what you're talking about.
2: Okay, apparently he he had quite the falling out, with and whom? he's on his way out the door. With
0: whom? If it's with, with Kellenic, I don't care. Like if
2: with it's the mariners if, in general.
0: Uh you need more information for me to get get an opinion on that.
2: Um, He wasn't, he wasn't participating in, um, uh, in, in the pregame, uh, you know, exercises and, and, and routines that everyone else was doing. He didn't see that it was, you know, he saw that it was, he just thought it was bullshit. And he was, There's a report, um, from, um, I think it was Divish that has been tweeting this, this over this last week that, uh, he he. Uh, they didn't they didn't like his work ethic and that he didn't really jive personality wise with the, with the crew and um, there might have been a little falling out when he wasn't added to the roster.
0: Okay. Um, Guess we'll have to we'll have to learn more. I was not aware of that. Sounds like Brian, you weren't either. No. Nope. Okay. Nope. Uh, yeah, Divish, I, Divish, uh, but but, per, on, but personally, he did turn this team around by starting a fight with the Angels. So
2: that was his only mm-hmm. contribution. So I sell him, but
0: I I sell him, but I give him a handy hard sh- handshake. Hardy handshake okay. on the way out. What all right, I we got to move on well, to... Brian,
2: wait, wait, wait. Brian didn't get, a, didn't get
1: a verdict. I'm for keeping him on this roster. I, the guy had a no, bad knee. No, no he, he had next. He's going to have neck surgery next. I think he deserves one more chance. I mean, he's cheaper than freaking Matt Shaniger, so bring him back. I'm all for it.
0: Uh, no. <laughs>
1: yeah. well, Especially
0: if what Matt's saying is true, I don't need that. That's...
1: If it's true, then I'll change my opinion. But I, right now, I call bullshit.
0: Yeah, you know that's not a nice thing to say about Matt Page.
1: I didn't say
0: it. didn't I, you just okay. call him that? I think you no. just called. Him well, anyway, enough with that. <laughs> enough with that uh, person that Brian hates. We're gonna bring on Rob English, a different person that Brian's got a problem with.
1: Oh my god! How's it going? I never said that, Rob.
0: <laughs> How's it going, SoCal Seahawk?
3: Gentlemen, how are we doing?
0: I don't know. If Brian is lighting up everybody. He's He's not happy. He's not being a team player. He doesn't want to come to pregame workouts. I don't understand what's going on with this old man. But um.
3: Oh, <laughs> sell him. You know, trade him. We, gotta, you know, we, gotta, we don't have time for this. If he's going to be Percy Hart if he's going to be Percy Harvin, we don't, we don't need it. Man, is. I'm, on Rob-
1: I'm on SoCal Rob English's bandwagon, man. Come on. Man. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Well,
3: then, hey, I'm I'm buying all day. Then,
0: okay. If we're on the Rob English, if we're on uh, SoCal uh, Soul Band, if we're on bandwagons, are we on the bandwagon for the Seahawks in the playoffs?
1: Why not? I mean, I, I honestly don't think they're going to make it, but why not? I mean, the New York Giants are five and one. I mean, the Jets are the Jets are four and two. <laughs> I mean, so anything can happen. So, obviously,
0: yeah. obviously, the apocalypse <laughs> is is landed upon us.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: Problem?
3: Yeah. Um, it, it, it's such a tough one. I, I mean, I don't know if the if the fact that the Giants are pl- are playing well or the Jets are playing well is a is a reason why Seahawks might make it. But more importantly, I, I, I think uh, you know I said recently is just that we were realizing that we just didn't have any clue what was going to happen. there. We thought we knew, but we had no idea. And the, and this so far it's just chaos and i mean again we're 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 neck and neck in the division over over a month into the season. No one would have thought that would be the case, so yeah, Seattle could make the playoffs this year i mean if unless there's some sort of return to normality over the next uh several weeks, we could be right in the mix as we get into uh december
0: yeah, for me, it's not a matter of is this team any good is the n f c west just a giant pile of uh a dumpster fire like it, right i was watching the cardinals earlier and i'm like well that's not a good team and then uh you know the rams can't seem to get out of their own way and um the 49ers have don't have a quarterback so why not us well, right
3: well i don't know about that last part the 49ers might actually have a quarterback they 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 the 49ers dumb lucked themselves into a good season this year i think because i think if with with the kid at the helm uh, they were going to win maybe six, seven games. But now that Jimmy G is back in the, is back in there. I, I, I see them being better than if they had uh, um trade lands at, at quarterback. So I, I don't know. I, I, I think that the Niners are just, just dumb lucky in this situation.
0: I don't, I don't know. Like they didn't look that good. Now I will give you this. Like I do get scared about these rumors about Christian McCaffrey going to the 49ers. That could be trouble. That could be big trouble yeah. right there. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it, uh, <laughs> it'd be kind of funny if they made it to the playoffs, you know, after everybody wrote them off. Everybody wrote them off, by the way. Don't any of you out there who's listening to this say that you didn't write off the Seahawks? I know you all did. There might be one guy out there or one gal um, that's, that's demented and probably should be in a home you know uh but uh but yeah no, that would be you, a, it'd be a nice little show surprise me, show me
3: one person that said they thought seattle was going to the playoffs this year and i will show you a liar yeah
0: for sure <laughs> um we we're just talking about the cardinals were the seahawks just a better team um or are the cardinals mismanaged or um did we get luck or what What did you guys think about sunday's game
1: i Personally, I think they were a better team last Sunday on the field, Seahawks were, than the Cardinals, but in the long term, the Cardinals are going to, they, they've got a lot, lot more injuries to key players, and they're getting back to Andre Hopkins and for wide receiver, and I think next time we play, the Cardinals is going to be a different story. It just So
0: that, Seahawks, wasn't th- that wasn't the real Cardinals then?
1: No, I don't think it was the real okay. Cardinals. I, I do think the Seahawks are, especially the defense, we can talk about later, but they're gelling these young kids are, are gelling together and I think we're going to have some big wins like last I think last Sunday was a big win for the team.
3: Yeah, um it, Hopkins being back in that lineup uh is a a, a a huge lift to that Cardinals offense. I think he had over close to or over 100 yards tonight. Um uh it, it's yeah, um it, uh, night and day difference. Um, what's really frustrating me though is was watching the actual Thursday night game. I was very, very upset. I got, I got more upset that we lost to the Saints after watching this lackluster performance against Arizona tonight. Uh, that, that's what really made me angry. Um, but no, I, I, I agree. Um, uh, yeah, well, next time we play the Cardinals, we are going to have the the the, the defense that appears to maybe starting to gel. Um, it's going to have to be that that good, if not better, to really beat yep. this Cardinal team again.
0: Yeah, I, I, that Cardinal team has good players. Um, Matt mentioned to me uh, about Hollywood Brown. Uh, that's a good reminder that uh, they they lost that key player, didn't have Hopkins. But I got to say their coach, he's not good. Clingsbury's not good. That I, I, He wasn't even that great in college. I don't know what got into the Cardinals management that they thought that's the guy for us um, because he hasn't shown it and now they're stuck. Well, I
3: tell you what, that, that, and you know, there was a there was a moment uh, in, in the Thursday night game, Tonight, that uh, where Kingsbury and uh, um, Kyler Murray got into a little bit of a uh, argument, yeah, a little bit of a shouting match on the sideline So, there might be some dissent going on there on that in that Cardinals locker room. You never know. Now that they ended up winning the game, ultimately, but if there's uh, if if there's some you know, some speed bumps happening, there there could be some issues down the line.
0: I'm interested what that argument was about because they got in the argument. The next play on fourth and one turned out to be a halfback uh, run up the middle, right. And I, I wonder if I wonder, if, I'm putting this on Kyler Murray. Did he not like a play that may not feature him? Is that what the problem was? Like you know, um, yeah. you know maybe he wanted to run it outside, which he did for that touchdown. But um, that's another thing. The Cardinals, they on fourth down they always go for the they always go for the uh, uh, first down. They never go for the field goal, and that bad football bugs me they they're willing to take easy points off the board and
3: analytics analytics say to say to, to go for it but yeah. these days teams are doing it more and more yeah especially I, a team that has a has a quarterback that can move with his feet you know the analytics say go for it
0: i i know the analytics say so but you know when you don't make that you deflate the entire team you deflate sure. yeah because um yeah, I don't know, especially right before the half. I wouldn't do it before the half. You know, get the points, get the kickoff. You know, it's a double-double. But anyway, uh, let's move on to running backs, uh, since we were just talking about that fourth and one. Um, Rob, I I heard from the great ether that you called me out last week because Penny was great, and I'm terrible. I'm a bum. Penny's amazing. Um, you're going to hang up a poster of him. And you're gonna put me on a dartboard, uh, but he's injured, buddy. And we've got our new replacement. We've got Kenneth Walker the Third. Time to move on, baby. Right?
3: Listen, uh, Abe. I, I,
0: I, <laughs> Nothing good's gonna come after that.
3: <laughs> I, I I can't I I there's I can't put it to words. You, you obviously because I can't even get I can't even fix my mouth to say what I want to say here. Uh, I, I'm so. Angry and disappointed and sad all at the same time with this Rashad Penny situation. He was he was he was knocking it out of the park, just as I said he was going to do. I was I, I was you know I'm thinking I'm ten feet tall amongst the rest of you guys about this <laughs> Rashad Penny thing because he was he was killing it. And then the guy is hurt again. I just between him and 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 uh, Jamal Adams, I just I just don't know what to do anymore. Um, you know it, it's yeah, you know it's only it's only just wonderful that uh that walker has come in and appears to be appears to be good um because yeah i I, i'm at a loss i gotta say i'm at a loss for words i have nothing even you know prolific or 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 or, just say here i i'm i'm i can't i just can't i don't know (laughs) (laughs) to your question i think you said do we let do we move on um you might you might have to you know you don't want to lose your job to injury but you you might have to the guy just can't stay healthy but I mean, he's—I I don't know—I don't know what kind of pitch count you put on a guy who just can't make it any any further than six
0: games. I think his pitch count was five games. Always <laughs> seems to be. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Brian. Uh, thoughts on Kenneth Walker, former Doak Walker Award winner, um, or Penny? Like um, he's—he uh, had a one-year contract this year. Um, do you bring him back next year?
1: If the right deals there, I mean, nobody's really going to want Penny because he's so injury-prone, and I think Penny is willing to come back to compete for the starting job. So I'm, I mean, I'm excited for Kenneth Walker. I think he is our future running back, but I, I, if we can get Penny back to, to compete with him, I'm, I'm down for it for sure.
0: Guys, what was the difference between the Seahawks defense last Sunday and the prior five weeks?
1: I'll go real quick on that. I just, what I was saying earlier, I think they're just the young kids are starting to gel together and they're making the right plays at the right time. And, and we, we, met up with a arizona team that has injuries and they're kind of struggling right now and i I can't wait for the future i mean that these young kids are are looking good if we can keep that core together i'm down
3: yeah uh i i think the big difference is the pass rush uh the pass rush was very disruptive Mm -hmm. um and and in turn um uh caused you know timing timing changes and and things downfield which 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 gave a lot of opportunities um for for the secondary as uh as, as Brian said to to make those plays um I, yeah i mean the the pass rush and not even so much getting the sacks, just just disrupting the timing of the play in the backfield was, was 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 great um last week so um i think that's really the big the, the big difference and if we can keep that going i think we we've all Known or or at least thought that the secondary, the players in the secondary, were had the ability to be good. But it doesn't matter who you are back there. If the quarterback has time to just sit and pick you apart, you, you're gonna you're gonna look bad, you know. So um, yeah, I think I think the uh, the uh, us getting being disruptive in the backfield uh, really made a difference.
0: I, I think three things. One, Kyler Murray's not a very good quarterback, and that wasn't a very good offensive line. Um, I, I think a better, more competent quarterback could have had more success. Uh, the sure. two, I applauded. Taking Cody Barton off the field, he played I want to say thirty to thirty-five percent of the snaps, somewhere in there is what I read. Uh, and they what they did is brought in Kobe Bryant, and they put him at nickelback, and then they brought down or no they put him at they put him at nickelback, but they dropped down Ryan Neal into what was the Jamal Adams position, right? And so they kind of played they kind of played with a like a uh, it's called it's called like a robber. So somebody take the underneath away. And Ryan Neal's really good in pass defense. And they just blitzed him. They're like, do you want to blitz? And Ryan is probably like, sure. And he got a sack. <laughs> <laughs> he got a
3: sack, yeah.
0: Um, so I, I kind of feel like they're just doing something different because what was working, uh, or what wasn't working, needed to be changed. And I think what wasn't working was Kobe Bryant. Now, the third thing, the third thing is, I don't know what Cliff Klingsbury's doing again, not running against our defense. Everybody else is running against our defense. What, what, why does he continue to manage this air raid offense against a team that you know, hasn't been able to prove it? So I, I caution for next week. I really am worried that that was just a really dumb game plan. Um, actually, I'm going to add one more because I do, I want to go back to what you said, uh, uh, Rob, about the pass rush. Monet brought the game. Nuasu uh, has been an only reliable guy. So it's great to see Monet finally pick it up. Ford finally picked it up. Quentin Jefferson finally picked it up. The, the guys that we were hoping would do something, anything, you know, in prior games, uh, they, they all came through. It was kind of nice. I liked it.
3: Absolutely. And, and I will say um, that, you know, you, you talk about Kingsbury not running the ball. I wonder, though, are we considering the the running that Kyler Murray did? Because if you, if you, if you factor in Kyler Murray's runs, some of them being – planned runs, maybe some of them most of them not, but Kyler Murray running the football, they did still give up a good, we still did give up. A we good gave up a lot for him, yeah. Exactly <laughs> <about it.
0: laughs> um I, I don't know if his runs were planned for the most part. At least as I'm watching it, you know I, I I thought those were kind of more improvisational. So I don't know if I can blame the run defense on those kind of things. Um but but they definitely did not line up and you know try to shove it down our throats. Um, I wonder what happens next week against a team that can do that.
3: Yeah. Um, well, I think we have another situation with that, though. Um, you know the the Chargers are the most pass happy team in the league right now. Oh, are they? Really? Um, and they ha- yeah, and they have, and they have a they really had... good running back. Yeah, and, I thought they had um, Austin Eckler. They do. Yeah, they do have Eckler, but uh, I don't have the numbers in front of me. But yeah, the 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 Chargers are throwing the ball. At a rate higher than any team in the league right now, so um, why they're not using Eckler, I, I I don't know. Um, in in the and Eckler is, is great in the passing game too. Out of the backfield, he he's, he's good. Especially you know you run him out of the backfield and you get him one on one with somebody, he can make plays for you uh, and, and and hurt hurt the defense. So I'm I am concerned there. Um, but if if the Chargers continue to do uh, what they've been doing this year uh, up to this point as far as their tendencies. Um, it's going to be whether we can get some push on, uh, on that, on that, um, you know, uh, I almost said San Diego <laughs> on that Los Angeles <laughs> backfield. Um, and, uh, and, and disrupt the quarterback who's still a little banged up. He's still got them ribs, um, you know, and, and force him into some mistakes. I think we can, uh, we can, might be able to go in there and, uh, and do something. Sorry. I didn't even jump the gun on that.
0: No, we might as well just dig right into that.
1: Um, can ro- I ask a question let me interrupt real quick, please. You may, you talked about Monet and how great a game he had, is he a better player than Al Woods, or is Al Woods going to be back and take Becca's starting role? Al
0: yeah, Woods is better, but you, you notice what they did with Monet. So what they'll do is they'll line up Al Woods directly over uh, center. They decided to, if you guys noticed, Monet never played over center. They, oh, they, okay. they jogged him just off to, a little bit to the side. <laughs> Everybody's heard about those zero techniques and one techniques, and I, I don't want to get into all that stuff, but he played a different technique than what al woods does and i um, i think they recognized you know not everybody can just line up over the center um and when monet went over center when he bulldozed that center back it -hmm. was because he wasn't directly over his nose he was kind of to the side and then got kind of a push into him um so that that was smart i don't know if that's on coaching or if that's on Monet. um but but it's but it's nice to see that they're making adjustments because the three four Daryl Taylor in the three four Daryl Taylor has disappeared, yep. guys. I don't know where he went, but like this 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 he's either not picking it up or they're not teaching him like or maybe it's both. I don't know. Um, you know Alan Alan Robinson, uh, I think he was a fifth rounder out of Syracuse had a lot of potential. Alton Robinson, sorry, uh, where is he? Like this three four defense doesn't seem to benefit him. So, you know, I, I think that, uh, who's that kid? Who's that kid out of Minnesota? Uh, Mofa, Mo- Mofa,
3: Boya Mafi, Boya Mafi. Yeah. Thank you. Thank
0: yeah. you. Uh, it looks like they prefer him over those two guys. I think that's, that's the future. And I, it, maybe it just takes like five, six games to shake out who can make, who can play this defense and who can't Cody Barton can't play this defense. So he's just coming in on blatant run run plays um
1: can i can, let me ask one more question please uh, bruce Irvin, they signed him to the practice squad former first round pick is this guy gonna help us on defense
0: i but before you do that why don't you tell us what you think i'm curious I, think.
1: I i think he's gonna be he's got that experience and i'm working on these young kids i think he's gonna be if he can stay healthy i think he's gonna be a huge addition back there but how about
3: yeah. you Jay? I, I, I tend to agree. Uh, you know, obviously, Bruce Urban was never, um, you know, how, how can I say this? He was never that great as far as the uh, productivity on the field. Uh, but he's been, uh, you know, he's, he's pre- he brought speed. He, 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 you know, he changed the dynamic um, uh, when, he, when he was in the field. But he just, you know, never put up big numbers, I don't think, um, no matter where he was, whether it was in Seattle, whether it was in Oakland or, you know, wherever he bounced around to. But he's managed to, um, you know, be a journeyman in this league and he's got the experience now um, and he, yeah, I think he can, um, you know, uh, provide some insight and, and some teachings to the younger players and, and at the same time, you know, potentially uh, uh, you know, kind of change a pace back there in, in that defensive backfield and, and help us out. So I, I'm, I'm actually excited to see that we brought him back. Uh, you know, let's get him out there and and he apparently is in good shape. Let's see if he can make a difference. If not, all right. Go back and have a seat and thanks for your time.
0: <laughs> right on. Well, I mean, what it shows us is Alton Robinson and Daryl Taylor aren't doing their jobs. That's the position yeah. that Bruce Irvin's playing. So they're trying to figure right. out something else. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know what we were worried about? Uh, we just got a message from, uh, we got a message from, from a guy, a certain guy who, who knows things. And, uh, it's uh that McCaffrey did join did join the 49ers after all so Ooh, when we read the rumors we read earlier uh they're true they're true
3: well that's not good news
0: no
1: no um, that's
3: on un- that's unwelcome news
0: anybody else hoping he gets another injury <laughs> i'm
1: sure he will <laughs> before we play are yes him?
0: before we play him um cuz that's they ran for like a a million yards on us last game uh I, Oh, oh boy, that's a bummer. Uh, shit, anyway, bro. anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. So the so so with the Chargers, now they're not having a great season either. They've had their they've had their ups and downs. They have, like you said, they're pass happy. I, I just wonder if they make the change and just decide let's go ground and pound. Now that we see the Seahawks are kind of figuring their stuff out, um, maybe go back to what you know. I, I, if I were them, I'd test us.
3: I agree. Uh, yeah, you you te- you. I mean, you, common sense says that, right? You you, you go and look at what a team's not doing well, and you attack it. And yeah, I would do the same for sure. Um, and, and and Seattle will have their work cut out for them. Um, uh, we, we so far this season we've shown that uh, the running game is a running defense, I guess, is is, is porous. Um, you know, but the, as you said, the Chargers are, are not a very well performing team this year uh, so far. Uh, I think we have a chance of going in there and <clears throat> excuse me and, uh, and and coming out with Victor victory here. But yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be on the big guys up front to really stop that passing game and again disrupt the backfield. Um, tough call, tough call this week.
0: So guys, we had another special team screw up again. Seems like once a game we have a colossal mess up somewhere in the special teams. I'm getting tired of this i don't know how you can't get punts off uh i guess i guess below nick below said he missed the blocking his blocking assignment Uh, what's going on we we shouldn't be having these mess ups
3: we have the best punter in football right like you, you 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 and and you know, he's an Aussie, Aussie rules, uh, you know, it comes from the Aussie rules football uh, world. So he, he can run a little bit and he's done some cool stuff for us. You, you know, you think that we just would be unstoppable on special teams when he's on the field. Um, yeah, it's, it's really, um, yeah, just, I think it's just blown, blown, um, blown assignments has been, has been the problem. And it just happens at the most inopportune times. Uh, we we would have not given up a single touchdown last week if it weren't for that you know what i mean so um yeah it it, i I don't know i am gonna go ahead and say i'm gonna put my money on it it won't happen again the rest of the year
1: i agree i think it's just a fluke we're just going through a period of bad luck with the special teams and making wrong decisions but i think they'll they'll turn it around i don't think it'll happen again either
0: okay i mean (laughs) i I don't (laughs) I, i don't know how many times uh you know you need the I don't know how many times you need the uh, uh, the the pumpkin to get smashed on your porch to decide to stop putting the pumpkin out there. Uh, it, it's it's <laughs> it's not good. I I don't like it. There's something going on, and I want I want hell I want hell to pay. I want hell to be paid. Um, but Pete Carroll's too nice. It, hopefully somebody's kicking someone in the backside because this guys a couple weeks ago when fricking Lockett's back there and some doofus blocker runs into him because he's not paying attention where Lockett is like that's basic stuff that's preseason stuff And like man. You know,
3: I, I, I feel like that's is that's becoming a more of a trend with the punt teams with, with, with the kicking teams now is is you know is to try and push the player the a blocker into I think gunners are doing that on purpose now I, I don't know if I mean maybe it's always been a thing but I, it's it's happening a lot, even on the college side. I, it's been happening recently, um, you, know, uh, um, you know. It's a good strategy.
0: Yeah, it's a good strategy, but it's
3: know. a great strategy because it, it allows you to do to to, to allows you to do the kick catch interference now, without it being kick catch interference. Now there you is know? a
0: there is a penal there is a penalty for that. I mean, the, the, if if the the ref has the discretion to throw a flag if you intentionally throw a player into the ball, uh, but the is there. Yeah, it's like one of those little rules. I was listening to a game where they were talking about it. it's like a it's an unknown rule. Like one of those little rules. But anyway, the um mm. it's a but I mean that's a judgment call. I mean like Yep. No one's ever gonna call it. But now <clears> the <throat> the thought is though, forget all that. The spa, the lack of spatial awareness, because the you know Lockett's back there screaming like, I got the ball, I got the ball, right? And yeah. um I don't know. It, that, that stuff needs to be cleared up like in preseason. That's not a six, you know, six games in type of thing. Is there a new uh,
1: coach? Is there, real quick, is there a new coach in the second? I mean, with the special teams? Or is it the same coach? Does anybody know? I didn't research it.
0: No, I don't think I've paid attention to a special teams coach since Rusty Tillman. Um, <laughs> I don't know any special teams coaches Fair anywhere.
3: <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just still think it's just a fluke. They'll turn it around.
0: I think Rock, I, I wonder,
3: I wonder, uh, how much of it you might put on the punt returner. I mean, obviously the punt returner has to, you know, do a really good job of tracking, tracking the ball in the air while look, bringing his eyes down to see what's happening in front of him. Um, do you put any blame? This is an honest question. Do you put any blame on Tyler Lockett for not seeing what's coming and just getting out of the way? I mean, I, I think a turnover, I think a letting the ball bounce and potentially getting pinned is, 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 is uh, more appealing than a turnover, you know? So, um, I mean, even if you get stuck at your own one yard line on the, on the inch line, it's better to have the ball than to not have it. I'd say Um, somewhere, I'd say
0: somewhere out there, Matt Page is fuming that you would dare ever accuse Tyler Lockett of doing anything wrong. Um, (laughs) yeah, the truth is we don't know. I mean, it, I'm sure that's all being discussed in the, uh, in the locker room, but I, I don't know. The guy that was blocking was a newbie. So I'm going to assume that he the rookie is at fault, you know, over Chiller sure. Lockett.
3: All right, right. yeah, because the the blocker could have just moved, and then the 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 defender would have had to let him catch the ball. So, yeah, interesting. All
0: right, guys, we're getting towards the end of our show here. Predictions for Sunday's game against them Chargers.
1: I'll go first on that one. I think Chargers are licking their chops after seeing how teams like. Atlanta can come in and uh, I know it's on the road, but the Atlanta can come and beat the Seahawks. So, you know, and score thirty eight points. So I think the final score is gonna be Chargers forty one, Seahawks thirty-four.
3: Um, you know, I think the Chargers were very unimpressive versus the Broncos um on Monday. Uh I think that they are still a broken team and I think Seattle's offense, although it was not as high powered as it has been all year It's still good. And the defense came together. I think we ride that to um, a surprising victory in Los Angeles. I'm going to say, uh, you know, something like, you know, 24,
0: um, 19. Chargers probably more talented up and down the roster than we are. But that Thursday night game, like was it a Thursday night game or was it a Monday night? It doesn't matter. The game Monday. that I last saw. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. They look bad. Um mm-hmm. But you know, uh, they win, if they're smart, they'll run the ball. They, they average about the same amount of points as we do. So I'm going to go see we average 24, they average somewhere like 25. So why don't I do that? Why don't I go 24 points to 25? 20? 20, 24, 25 chargers win uh, with the odd score of 25.
3: <laughs> I thought 24, 19 was odd enough, but you went and took it, took it real, real weird.
0: 19 is <laughs> <laughs> difficult too, but I don't know guys. I'm, I'm worried about the, I'm worried about our turnovers and I'm worried about like, if they, I'm really worried about if they smarten up and run the ball. Uh, mm. Now, if they want to be dumb and just throw it to Tariq woolen all the time, well, I'll change my prediction, but uh <laughs> All right, guys. All right, we're getting towards the end here. We're going to bring Matt Page back on to two final uh, shout-outs here, but I'm going to start with you, Brian Solak. Any shout-outs this week?
1: I am going to do – I had several, but I'm going to narrow it down to two. I'm going to give a shout-out to uh, San Diego Padres manager, Bob Melvin, who's taken his team to the – almost to the World Series, if they can beat up on Philadelphia Phillies. He goes from Oakland A's. To San Diego Padres with more talent, and it just shows, proves to Matthew Page that Bob Melvin's a damn good manager.
0: Five time, five time manager of the year.
1: Exactly, and then a quick, a quick shout out to, also to the Houston Astros for stealing Jordan Alvarez from the Los Angeles Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> That's my two shout outs. <laughs> did, I, uh, did
2: I send you? Did I send you that 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 uh, link of it was the curse of the Eric Bedard trade? No. Talk
0: about, Talk about that some other time. It's a yeah, shout-out time, Matt. Do your <laughs> shout-out
2: out time. So then I'll, uh, since I'm already talking, I'll do my shout-outs. Um, I want to once again give a shout-out to, to all the fire crews that are working really hard right now to try and contain all the fires, force fires that are obviously hitting Seattle really bad with smoke the last couple days. Uh, the rain is on the forecast for tomorrow and this weekend, so hopefully that helps out everything. But I, I really do appreciate their efforts tonight, and I hope they stay safe.
0: And you, Rob Solcal
2: you
3: know, I'm gonna go and give mine uh, to uh, Tariq, uh, Tariq Bullen, who who is getting co- uh, comparisons to the great Richard Sherman, uh, two players who uh, converted from um, wide receiver to corner um, and I are, are putting up similar rookie numbers and in, in Tariq in, in uh, faster um, uh, pace than Sherman did. So, I mean, he's, he's going to actually over, overshadow Sherman's rookie numbers. So uh, big up to him, I hope it continues.
0: Yeah. And uh, by the way, that last interception, you probably should have let go because uh, it, we he lost yardage. We lost yardage <laughs> on that. But anyway, um, the my shout out is uh, to Matt Page, Brian Solak, and Rob English. A series of great interviews, uh, which are live on podcast on Captivate FM and on uh, our Twitter at Seattle Sports U and soon to be on. Uh, YouTube. Those those uh, interviews are of course Steve Rabel. Uh, we also had uh, Jim McElvain, former Seattle Supersonic Center, and then we also had Joff Baker talking about his new book uh, about the Kraken. All right, guys, we're out of here. Thank you for joining us this week. Check us out on uh, check us out on podcasts and Captivate FM. We'll see you guys next time.
3: Awesome.